Hi everyone, you're welcome to another episode of Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aisha Verano here. Hi guys, I hope you guys are doing well. Happy Saturday. I hope you're having an amazing day. So today is day 20 of the daily podcast series. So yeah, I'm really excited guys. I hope you are too. So I'm going to be reading from John chapter 20. And just to give you a little bit of context, so if you listen to the last episode, you know that we already um, got to the point of Jesus being crucified. Um, so now, this is on Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene arrived at the tomb where Jesus was placed. Um, so when she got there, she realized that the tomb was empty. Jesus was no longer there. So she was really worried. She ran to tell the other disciples. And so if we then read from when Peter and the other disciples ran to the tomb so to see for themselves so the other disciple was John so it was Peter and John they ran to see um they ran to see what was happening so when they got there um Peter um John got there first right but then he didn't go inside Peter got there and then went inside um John peeked through a little bit and then was standing outside he eventually walked in and when he walked in he saw that the tomb was empty so if we read verse 8 of john chapter 20 then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first went in and after one look he believed remember how jesus had been speaking to them in parables all this time explaining about how his temple you know, will be he would rebuild this temple in three days. He was saying all these things to them, but they did not catch the vision. You know, he was talking about his death, burial, resurrection, but a lot of them did not catch it. But John saw the tomb and he believed. He immediately knew, like, wow, that is what Jesus was talking about. But then they left. Um, and then Mary was at the tomb, she was crying, she was really upset. And if you then see um, the dialogue between Jesus and Mary, I think that was just so beautiful. It was like Jesus appeared to her um, and, you know, was basically saying to her that don't cry. You know, who are you looking for? And then Mary was saying to Jesus, not knowing it was Jesus, you know, if you're taking his body somewhere else, tell me and I will go. Then Jesus then interrupted her and called her and said, Mary. And then immediately she noticed and just said, Rabboni, which means it's the Aramaic word for teacher. So the part that I wanted to draw your attention to is verse 17. Jesus cautioned her, Mary, don't hold on to me now, for I haven't ascended to my father, to my God, my father. And he's not only my father, my God, but now he's your father and your God. Now go to my brothers and tell them what I've told you, that I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. It was interesting that Mary saw Jesus eventually and wanted to touch Jesus. And there have been a lot of misconceptions about why Jesus did not want Mary to touch him. You know, I've even heard people say stuff like, um, it's because Mary is a woman. Like, heck no, that's not it. It literally says that, Mary, don't hold on to me now, for I haven't yet ascended to God, my father. It's not because she was a woman. It's because she he hadn't ascended yet. So I hope that like clears that up. But the part that I really wanted to talk to you guys about today was when the disciples were in a room 
by themselves they were really scared of the jewish leaders of course they they felt that there was going to be like some sort of um backlash from the fact that they couldn't find jesus's body in the tomb anymore so they were a bit really concerned about that so they they were locked themselves up in the room and then jesus walked in he appeared he didn't even have to use the door he literally just appeared to them he appeared among them that's like a bunch of people are in the room and you just suddenly see jesus in the midst of them you know and he was he was you know saying to them peace be to them and he was like allowing them to touch his sides to touch his body to realize that he's truly he has truly resurrected he's truly alive and even then he then breathed on them and gave them the holy spirit it was like that was when he was like received the holy spirit to them and basically said to them that you know he's sending them just as the father has sent him the part i wanted to focus on today was the fact that there was one disciple that was not there when jesus was telling these disciples this right and the disciple was called thomas and when they eventually was were telling thomas about what happened and jesus came and jesus is back and all of these things thomas was like no he was unconvinced. The Bible talks about he was unconvinced. He did not believe. Even despite all of the disciples saying that we've seen him with our own eyes, he did not believe. Instead, I would go to verse 25 so I can read it to you guys. So the disciples informed him, we have seen the Lord with our own eyes. Still unconvinced, Thomas replied, there is no way I'm going to believe this unless i personally see the wounds of the nails in his hands touch them with my finger and put my hand into the wound of his side where he was pierced wow and it's so interesting when he said that you know what a lot of us i'm sure can relate to that where before we see so let's say god told us something or a word of prophecy came and instead of us to believe and hold on to that word we just think because we haven't physically seen the manifestation that it is not true and we stay unconvinced and imagine how much like imagine thomas had believed at that stage he would have been basking in so much excitement and appreciation he would have also received the holy spirit as well at the time but he wasn't he 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 was so unconvinced about the fact that jesus resurrected despite seeing all the miracles that jesus had done and sometimes i wonder if sometimes in our walk with god we can be unconvinced when god tells us this is what i'm going to do in your life when it seems like it is not something that can be achieved you know when god is like i'm going to do this do this do this do this and you're thinking wow little old me how is he going to do all of this but remember he's god he is god so don't be like thomas who was unconvinced despite everyone saying to him see we saw jesus with our own eyes Thomas was like, heck no, I'm not believing until I see Jesus, until I touch his hands, until I touch his sides. No. Believing is seeing. Seeing is not believing. When you believe, you see. If I personally believe that if Thomas had believed at that time, Jesus might have even appeared to him immediately. And so it was interesting that he had to wait eight days before jesus decided to show up again and then jesus showed up when he was there and then told thomas put your finger here in the wound of my hands 
put your hand into the wounded side and see for yourself. Thomas, don't give in to your doubts any longer. Just believe. Then eventually, if you read verse 28, the word spilled out of his heart. You are my Lord and you are my God. Then Jesus responded. Jesus could have said, oh yeah, yeah, well done. Jesus responded, Thomas, now you've seen, now that you've seen me, you believe. But there are those who have never seen me with their eyes, but have believed in me with their hearts. And they will be blessed even more. That is a word. You don't have to physically see the manifestation of anything God tells you before you believe. Believe and then you will see the manifestation. That's how it works. We do not operate by the same set of rules as other people. We don't follow the rules where it's like seeing is believing. No, believing is seeing. The people who believe without seeing with their eyes, they will be blessed even more. That is what the word says. And I feel like the same principle applies to us. When God tells you something and you believe, when the Holy Spirit ministers to you and tells you something or a word of prophecy comes, you know, when you're praying or, you know, praying with people and the word of prophecy comes, when you believe and hold on to that word, then you see the results. So yeah, I just want to encourage you, don't be like Thomas, waiting, waiting, waiting until you see the manifestation. Because yes, Jesus was patient. And because of his love for Thomas, he came back and showed himself. He could have thought, you know what? I'm not going to come back and show myself to, to Thomas. What's the point? You know, but he decided to still show himself to Thomas. And even there, he had to say to Thomas to stop doubting. So even in that moment, the doubt was clearly still there. But Jesus had to say to him, stop doubting and just believe Thomas. And I wonder how many people are operating in that perspective. Maybe that's why you haven't seen the change that you desire. You've been praying about this thing. You've heard from the Lord about it, but you refuse to believe what he has told you about. What he has said to you. Is going to happen instead you're just like Thomas who continues to doubt until he physically saw the manifestation there is a blessing when you believe despite not seeing imagine how you are in a situation where things are extremely hard but you see yourself out of that situation you are seeing the vision it's like Abraham let's think about the story of Abraham the Bible talks about against hope Abraham believed right? It talks about how Jesus said, um, God said to Abraham, you know, count the stars. If you are able to number them, you know, that's what your seed will be like. You know, your seed, basically your seed would not, you'd not be able to number your seed because there would be that many, you know, God, when God was saying that to Abraham, if Abraham could have said, Oh, you know, I don't believe this. This is Abraham that was old, fam. According to the world's standards, he could not have another kid. But instead, despite the situation looking dire, despite him thinking, wow, Sarah is old, I'm old. How am I going to have any more kids? And God is saying to me that this is what your seed will be like. And despite that, he believed Imagine Abraham was like Thomas and just did not believe. Do you think the outcome would have been the same? I query whether it would be. 
maybe eventually maybe he would still have the seed but it would have probably taken longer if it happened at all so i want to encourage us don't be like thomas be like abraham irrespective of the circumstances irrespective of how dire the circumstances are i want you to believe in god believe in his word believe in his prophet believe in the prophecy that you've received the bible talks about making war with prophecy it's like you take all the prophecies that you've received and you fight with them in prayer and if you want to hear more about um worrying in prophecy and all of that let me know by sending me a message on christian therapy um dm on instagram and then we can have a conversation about it and then maybe i'll turn into another episode but yeah thank you so much for listening and i will see you tomorrow for the grand finale (laughs) all right speak to you soon bye bye guys